Welcome to My Runner's Mind, where we run with gratitude towards a life of happiness and gratefulness. I'm your host, Stina Turgeon, and I believe that as runners, we're uniquely positioned to choose gratitude over negativity. Running itself is so badass, and each run offers multiple opportunities to turn a potentially negative thought or feeling into a positive one. Tune in as I'll share behind the scenes of what goes into my 12-week program, My Runner's Mind, which is mindset and spiritual coaching for women runners who know that they're ready to shift away from the shoulds and ought tos in their running routine and replace them with want and desire to live a happier and more balanced life. Are you ready? Let's go! Hey friends, runners, maybe you're dreaming about becoming a runner, or maybe you ask yourself if you're really a runner, whatever your story is. Welcome to episode 124 of My Runner's Mind. This is a podcast that shows you how to take the chore out of your runs so you can run with more joy. So happy almost Halloween runner friends, at least if you're listening in real time. Just a quick note on what's been going on for me this month. I've been finishing my taper. Well, I'm coming. This is my last taper week, I should say. And I'm running a half at the end of this month. I just have to decide where I want to run it since it's not an actual race. And then I'm teaching an in-person workshop locally, which I'm really excited about. On the taper note, this means that I've gone through a training cycle. Mine is a recovery, of course, which is I've been building base. I've gone through peak phase, I've gone through taper phase, and then I have my race day on the 28th of this month. And then recovery, which means I'll still continue to run. I'm not somebody who completely stops running. I'll continue to run, but I'll just scale back on the mileage for a while and ramp up some cross training instead. Now I'll tell you that switching to 80-20 running has been a great addition for me. And especially getting comfortable with speed has been both fun and empowering. So just wanted to put that out there. But today's episode episode is how to get in the zone while you're running. I want to help you take the guesswork out of how to do this. My focus this fall so far has been to really educate runners how to elevate their running through using chi running techniques of the chi running approach to running. It's what I teach at my in-person workshops and what I teach at my in-person retreats. And so lately, because I've been sharing it loud and far, I'm not sure if that's actually an expression, but it is now. I've gotten lots of great feedback from runners, even in my DMs on Instagram. Or check out my reel on Instagram, one of my recent reels, and how Heidi was able to run pain-free for the first time in years. Such a neat story. So in today's episode, I'm not going to reinvent the wheel. I'm bringing back two episodes that go hand-in-hand really well to help you get in the zone. It doesn't matter where in your running journey you are, or where in your training cycle you are, you can embrace these concepts and you can elevate your running experience. So listen to the episodes where I share my initial impression of learning chi running and how it felt when I started to implement it. I share this because I like to bring it back to when I was a beginner chi runner again. Sometimes as we advance in a skill, 
We forget what it was like starting out, but that's where a lot of my listeners are at. I'm going to take you back to the very beginnings, and then I'm going to segue into one of the most powerful tools in chi running, which is body sensing, which is really helping you establish that mind-body connection. So I hope you enjoy these two episodes. And then at the end of it, I'll give you specific recommendations to other episodes that you can listen to if you want to go in and focus on one particular form focus, one particular area of your running form that you really want to work on maybe this week or maybe this month. That'll be at the end of this episode. So enjoy the episodes. Today, I want to talk about new beginnings. If you're in my running community or a private client, You've heard me talk about a new running book that has absolutely taken me by storm. It's right up there with Dina Castor's Let Your Mind Run. I wasn't sure any book would ever quite compete, but this book, and especially the promise and the impact it holds for my running, is incredible. The book I'm talking about is Chi Running by Danny Dreyer. It's not a new book. It was published, I think, in 2004, after the author, Danny Dreyer, who was a marathoner, an ultramarathoner, realized that he'd stumbled upon something really incredible when he blended what he was learning in Tai Chi, which is to move from the core and let the arms and legs follow with running. On the podcast today, I'll share the purpose behind the concept and the five elements of Chi running. According to Danny Dreyer, Chi running is designed to address the two vital reasons for focusing on form, injury prevention and energy efficiency. It works because it reduces the impact on your joints and allows your leg muscles to work less when you run. In the book, he describes feeling better at the end of a run than at the beginning and going out for a 30-mile run and coming back without any major discomfort. I'll take some of that, please. Chi running focuses on posture, leg swing, the position of the pelvis, and a forward lean. It's based on the physics of body mechanics. So the five elements of chi running are, one, run tall. When you're standing straight, your joints are in alignment and your skeleton is supporting your weight. Number two, lean forward from your ankles, not your waistline. Let gravity work for you instead of fighting it. Your lean is literally your gas pedal. Number three, land on the midfoot. You want your foot to land underneath or slightly behind you. In line with your hips and shoulders. This keeps your posture in alignment. Number four, run from your core. To reduce injuries, it's vital to keep your pelvis level. You do this by engaging your core muscles while you run. And number five, relax. Stiffness and tension wastes energy and makes you less efficient. Think about your last run. Did you notice how many times you tightened up? I'm starting to realize how much tension I hold in my lower back, glutes, and hamstrings. Since reading the book and starting to implement the chi running techniques, when I relax and lean in, I get these bursts of release where my lower body relaxes while still running at full speed. And this incredible lightness comes over me. It's a zone. It's magical because it feels so good physically 
yet it's effortless. So what do my runs look like today compared to before chi running? Now I clip on a running metronome. It's currently set to 166 and I'll up it by one, one beat a week till I get to 180. So that's about 14 weeks. After warming up, I literally lean forward from my ankles and I start to run. My arms are bent at a right angle and they count away my lean then. As I'm running, my attention to my form comes and goes. But what helps increase it is these bursts of magic where I release tension when I find my lean and I relax. It's incredibly exciting. And the other morning after running seven miles before work, I didn't feel tired. Amazing. So as we're coming to the end of 2021, it's spelling new beginnings for me as I'm saying goodbye to my traditional power running and embracing chi running. Just as with any running plan, creating new habits takes time. Compared to following a half marathon or a full marathon training plan, it doesn't happen overnight. Be okay with that. Each training run offers the opportunity of working on a chi running skill. I think a reason I so quickly embrace this way of running is that it just aligns so well with focusing on feeling good from the inside out, something I strive to do every day. Listen to this quote by Danny Dreyer. Body sensing is the link between your body and your mind, and chi makes that connection possible. It's a substance that travels through your phone lines, and the more you practice using this medium, the clearer the connection gets. End of quote. I definitely know what he means. So before we wrap up this episode, I want to mention that I've been adding more content to my runner's mind, which in addition to being this podcast, of course, also is my private 12-week mindset and spiritual coaching for women runners who know that they're ready to shift away from the shoulds and ought tos and into expansion and flow in running and beyond. It's not open for enrollment yet, but I want you to know that we'll start the second week of January in case you're interested in applying. It'll be a small group, eight to 10 people max, because it allows for more customization for each woman this way. As I said, it's not officially open for enrollment, but I'll link a form below to connect with me for more information. And there you have it, runner friend. See you on the podcast next week. Have a fabulous week. Today we're talking about how tuning in to your body while you run instead of zoning out will help you dial in your running form and help you experience better runs. Today's skill, body sensing, is a skill I've learned from chi running. And it's completely put my experience of running on its head. It's taken my experience of running from 2D to 3D because it's created a mind-body connection unlike any I've ever had before. Body sensing creates a highway of communication, a dialogue between the body and the mind, kind of, in both directions. I'm guessing, like me, you can relate to your mind telling your body what to do, and then when the body 
fatigues, it tells the mind to stop. Or sometimes the mind may have drama and create fatigue, of course. But that was often the end of it for me. So using body sensing, the mind checks in with various parts of the body while you're running to create a condition for good form, like doing a body scan. It could be your spine, or it could be your ankles as you lift them when you're out running. Body sensing allows me to gauge if I'm implementing good running form while I'm running. So literally throughout my run, my focus isn't sensing my whole body, not all at once, but you know, little pieces or areas at a time, scanning it to see if I'm implementing good form. As I'm running, I assess continually and then I adjust accordingly based on the feedback that I get through sensing. Without body sensing, I wouldn't be able to implement good running form. And thanks to body, body sensing, if I experience a discomfort while out running, I tune into it and I'm able to fix it as I'm running. On one of my last episodes of the podcast, I spoke about experiencing recurrent aches and pain before I became a chi runner. I remember the dread when I'd feel a niggle in my knee, in my foot, in my shin, wherever it was. I'm sure you can relate, runner friend. And I just remember so keenly feeling this pit in the in my stomach. I would think to myself, fingers crossed that this doesn't turn into something big that'll keep me from running, right? Kind of thing. And then I would run on, repeating this thought as a mantra almost. But that was really the end of it. Right? That's all I would do. I didn't have any other tools, really. By body sensing, today I experience, or thanks to body sensing, today I experience a lot fewer aches and pains when I run because I'm continually adjusting little things. And if I notice one area that aches, I address it while I'm running. Maybe I need to relax my ankles, for instance, or shorten my stride length, or maybe I need to up my cadence, or adjust my fall from my ankles. So the bonus to all of this, to the body sensing, is that I'm engaged throughout my run, right? My mind has a focus while, while I'm out running that has to do with making running as efficient and relaxed for me as possible. Those are two great qualities, especially if you're a distance runner. There's a real connection, a teamwork between my body and my mind now. It's not just my mind trying to be somewhere other than in the run with me. You know, the thoughts like, when is this run over? Or how much longer? Or I can probably turn around now, right? I can call it good now. 
when you body sense you're tuned in to your run and you're present in the run. It's the most mindful thing you can do while running. Clients of mine rave about how it's transformed their experience of running. And that's just it. By engaging fully, right, mind-body, running becomes fun and something you feel you can positively impact rather than only looking at the stats at the end of a run and feeling defeated with your lack of progress. So when I hear runners talking about listening to podcasts, audiobooks, to keep them busy or entertained while running, I'm always thinking that they would benefit so much from body sensing. The best part is this is a consistent connection that you can create on every run. And the more you practice it, the better you get at it. All right, runner friend, that's it. I have an ask. If you enjoyed this episode, please head on over and review it so more people see this podcast. My wish for you this week is that you run happy, runner friend. What do you think? I hope you enjoyed these um, two episodes. For me, learning body sensing has just been a game changer. It has helped me take the guesswork out of running in the sense that I just tune into my body. I just feel how it feels and then I adjust accordingly. It's such a game changer. Now, I want to share five episodes that you can listen to if you'd like to create your mind-body connection. And these episodes are episode 81, episode 77, episode 74, episode 66, episode 64. And I'll link them in the show notes and I'll link in parentheses what each episode specifically focuses on so you can go in and handpick the one or the ones that you want to tune into this week. I really encourage you to give it I would say at least a week, if not maybe even a month. And I think one of the biggest things that we sometimes give up on things is that we we almost try too hard. So I would encourage you, I'd, I'd invite you to just focus on one focus for a minute at a two at a time and then let it go and just enjoy where you were running. Just enjoy your surroundings. Think about something else and then come back to it and just kind of alternate between focusing and then letting go and focusing and then letting go. And before you know it, it kind of becomes second nature to you. So maybe you have a question about your running form. Listen, send me an email with the subject line running form. I respond to all my own emails myself and I'd be happy to um, respond to your email also to your question. Now, before I let you go, I'm going to put a bug in your ear. If you'd like to elevate your running experience, consider joining me for one of our 2024 Mindful Running Retreats here in Wyoming. Click on the link in the show notes to find more information about dates and to get on the wait list. So if you enjoyed this episode, please consider sharing it with a fellow runner who you think might also find it inspiring. My goal is to help as many women transform their runs from a chore to a joy. Happy running.
So if running is our practice ground and we can turn every experience into fuel, then we can transfer it to the rest of our life and positively impact our whole world. Just one run at a time.